Chapter Seventeen of the Mystery of the Sycamore by Carolyn Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Maida and her father. Genevieve hesitated. Although she had thought of doing this herself, yet she was not quite sure she wanted to. But Alan insisted. Come with me or not, as you choose, he said, but I'm going to tell Stone. A secret like that must be divulged, in the interests of law and justice and— Justice to whom? asked Genevieve. Why, to all concerned. Alan stopped to think. To— To Keefe, for one, he concluded, a little lamely. Yes, and to yourself for two, Genevieve exclaimed. You want the secret to come out so Maida won't marry Kurt, to keep it quiet. Own up now. Alan couldn't deny this, but back of it was his instinctive desire for justice all round, and he doggedly stuck to his determination of laying the matter before Fleming Stone. Genevieve accompanied him, and together they sought Stone in his sitting-room. Fibsy was there, and the two were in deep consultation. "'Come in,' Stone said, as his visitors appeared. "'You have something to tell me.' i gather from your eager faces we have alan returned and he began to tell his story let me tell it miss lane interrupted him impatiently you see mr stone mr alan is in love with miss wheeler and he can't help coloring things in her favor and you're in love with mr keefe stone said but without a smile and you can't help coloring things in his favor the girl bridled a little, but was in no way embarrassed at the assertion. "'Take your choice, then,' she said flippantly. "'Who do you want to tell you the secret we're ready to give away?' "'Both,' Fibsy spoke up. "'I'll bet it's a worthwhile yarn, and we'll hear both sides, if you please. Ladies first. Pipe up, Miss Lane.' "'The actual secret can be quickly told,' the girl said speaking a little shortly the truth is that mrs wheeler is not the legal heir to this estate of sycamore ridge but mr keefe is curtis keefe stone exclaimed and fibsy gave a sharp explosive whistle yes said genevieve well pleased at the sensation her words had produced not that her hearers made any further demonstration of surprise stone fell into a brown study and fibsy got up and walked up and down the room his hands in his pockets and whistling softly under his breath well the boy said finally returning to his chair well f stone things is changed since grandma died eh in many ways stone assented you're sure of this of course he asked genevieve how do you know well i learned it from mr appleby's papers private papers yes of course he didn't have them framed and hanging on his wall you see mr keefe being mr appleby's confidential secretary had access to all his papers after the old gentleman died his son of course young sam is the heir and owns everything but he kept kurt on in the same position and so kurt 
Mr. Keefe went over all the papers. As stenographer and general assistant, I couldn't very well help knowing the contents of the papers, and so I learned the truth that Mr. Keefe, who is of another branch of the family, is really the principal heir to the estate that is now in Mrs. Wheeler's possession. I can't give you all the actual details, but you can, of course, verify my statements. Of course, mused Stone, and Mr. Keefe hasn't announced this himself because... That's it, Genevieve nodded a sit to his meeting glance, because he wants to marry Maida, and if she'll marry him, he'll keep quiet about the airship, or rather, in that case, it won't matter, as the elder Wheelers can live here if it's the property of their son-in-law. But if not, then when Mr. Keefe walks in, the Wheeler family must walk out. And where would they go? I can take care of them, declared Alan. Maida is my promised wife. If she consents to marry Keefe, it will be under compulsion. For she knew this secret, and she dared not tell her people, because it meant poverty and homelessness for them. You know Mr. Wheeler is incapable of lucrative work, and Mrs. Wheeler, brought up to affluence and comfort, can't be expected to live in want. But I can take care of them. That is, I could, if they could only live in Boston. My business is there, and we could all live on my earnings if we could live together. The boy, for young Allen seemed scarcely more than a boy, was really thinking aloud as he voiced these plans and suggestions. But he shook his head sadly as he realized that Dan Wheeler couldn't go to Boston, and that a marriage between Keefe and Maida was the only way to preserve to them their present home. "'Some situation,' remarked Fibsy. "'And the secret is no secret, really. For if Miss Wheeler doesn't marry Mr. Keefe, he'll tell it at once. And if she does, the whole matter doesn't matter at all.' but I think she will. For what else can she do? Geoffrey Allen looked angrily at the boy, but Fibsy's funny little face showed such a serious interest that it was impossible to chide him. I think she won't, Allen said, but I'm not sure just yet how I'm going to prevent it. You won't have to, said Stone. Miss Wheeler will prevent it herself or I miss my guess. He looked kindly at the young man, but received only a half-smile in return. If we all do our share in the matter, perhaps we can arrange things, Genevieve said, speaking very seriously. I've something to say, for I am engaged to Curtis Keefe myself. Does he think you are? Stone said rather casually. Miss Lane had the grace to blush, through her rouge, but she declared, He doesn't want to, and added, But he ought to. He has made love to me, and he once asked me to marry him. But since then he has said he didn't mean it. I don't suppose I've enough evidence for a breach of promise suit, but, oh well, and she tossed her pretty head, I've not the least doubt that if Miss Wheeler were out of the question, say safely married to Mr. Allen, I'd have no trouble in whistling my curtie back. I bet you wouldn't, Fibsy looked at her admiringly. 
if i were only a few years older hush terence said fleming stone don't talk nonsense immediately fibsy's face became serious and he turned his attention away from the fascinating genevieve but all this is aside the question of the murderer mr stone said alan how are you progressing with that investigation better than i've disclosed as yet stone returned speaking slowly recent developments have been helpful and i hope to be ready soon to give a report you expect mr appleby down yes to-night or to-morrow by that time i hope to be ready to make an arrest maida cried geoffrey the word seeming wrung from him against his will forgive me if i do not reply said stone with an earnest glance at the questioner but i'd like to talk to miss wheeler will you go for her mr allen i'd i'd rather not you see yes i see said stone kindly you go fibs i'll go offered genevieve with the result that she and mcguire flew out of the room at the same time all right beauteous one we'll both go fibsy said as they went along the hall side by side where is the lady don't know but we'll find her i say terence come down on the veranda just a minute first leading him to a far corner where there was no danger of eavesdroppers genevieve made another attempt to gain an ally for her own cause i say she began you have a lot of influence with mr stone don't you oh heaps and fibsy's sweeping gesture indicated a wide expanse of imagination at least no fooling i know you have now you use that influence for me and i'll do something for you what'll you do i don't know nothing particular but i mean if at any time i can help you in any way i've influence too with big men in the financial and business world i haven't always worked for the applebys and wherever i've been i've made friends that i can count on oh you mean a tip on the stock market or something of that sort yes or a position in a big worthwhile office you're not always going to be a detective's apprentice are you you bet i am what you talking about me leave f stone not on your fleeting existence but never mind that part of the argument i'll remember your offer and some day when i have a million dollars to invest i'll ask your advice where to lose it but now you tell me what you want only for you to hint to mr stone that he'd better advise miss wheeler not to marry mr keefe so's you can have him never mind that there are other reasons truly there are well then my orders are to advise f stone to advise m wheeler not to marry one c keefe that's just it but don't say it right out to him use tact which i know you have though nobody guess it to look at you and sort of argue around so he'll see it's wiser for her not to marry him why miss lane stamped her foot impatiently i'm not saying why that's enough for me to know you'll get along better not knowing does he know she's the the 
I don't wonder you can't say it. I can't either. Yes, he knows she's it. But he's so crazy about her, he doesn't care. What is there in that girl that gets all the men? It's her sweetness, said Fibsy, with a positive nod of his head, as if he were simply stating an axiom. Yep, Keefe is clean gone daffy over her. I don't blame him. Though, of course, my taste runs more to— Don't you dare, cried Genevieve, coquettishly. To the rouge type, Fibsy went on placidly. To my mind, a complexion dabbed on is far more attractive than nature's tints. Miss Lane burst into laughter, and far from offended, she said, You're a darling boy, and I'll never forget you, even in my will. Now, to come back to our dear old brass tacks, will you tip a gentle hint to the great stone? Oh, Lord, yes, I'll tip him a dozen, tactfully, too. Don't worry as to my discretion. But I don't mind telling you, I might as well tip the Washington Monument. You see, F.S. has made up his mind. As to the murderer? Yep. Who is it? Haven't an idea. And if I had, I'd say I hadn't. You see, I'm his trusty. Oh, well, in any case, you can put in a word against Mr. Keefe, can't you? But Genevieve had lost interest in her project. She realized if Mr. Stone had accomplished his purpose and had solved the murder mystery, he would be apt to take small interest in the love affairs of herself or Maida Wheeler either. He won't think much of his cherished trusty if you don't do the errand he sent you on, she said, rather crossly. Fibsy gave her a reproachful glance. This from you, he said dramatically. Farewell, fair but false. I go to seek a fairer maiden, and I know where to find her. He went flying across the lawn, for he had caught a glimpse of Maida in the garden. Miss Wheeler, he said as he reached her. Will you please come now to see Mr. Stone? He wants you. Certainly, she replied, and turning followed him. Genevieve joined them, and the three went to Stone's rooms. Miss Wheeler, the detective said without preamble, I want you to tell me a few things, please. You'll excuse me if my questions seem rather pointed. Also, if they seem to be queries already answered. Did you kill Mr. Appleby? Yes, said Maida, speaking wearily, as if tired of making the assertion. You know no one believes that statement. I can't help that, Mr. Stone, she said with a listless manner. That is, no one but one person, your father. He believes it. Father? exclaimed the girl in evident amazement. Yes, he believes you for the best of all possible reasons. He saw you shoot. What, Mr. Stone? My father saw me shoot Mr. Appleby? Yes, he says so. That is not strange when, as you say, you fired the pistol from where you stood in the bay window, and Mr. Wheeler stood by or near the victim. But I don't understand. You say, father says he saw me? Yes, he told me that. Maida was silent, but she was evidently thinking deeply and rapidly. 
this is a trap of some sort mr stone she said at last my father didn't see me shoot he couldn't have seen me and consequently he couldn't say he did he wouldn't lie about it but he said at one time that he did the shooting himself was not that an untruth of a quite different sort he said that in a justifiable effort to save me but this other matter for him to say he saw me shoot when he didn't he couldn't why couldn't he miss wheeler why was it so impossible for your father to see you commit that crime when he was right there because because oh mr stone i don't know what to say i feel sure i mustn't say anything or i shall regret it would you like your father to come here and tell us about it no or yes oh i don't know Geoffrey, help me Allan had sat silently brooding all through this conversation he had not looked at maida keeping his gaze turned out of the window he was sorely hurt at her attitude in the keefe matter he was puzzled at her speech regarding her father and he was utterly uncertain as to his own duty or privilege in the whole affair but at her appeal he turned joyfully toward her oh maida he cried let me help you do get your father here now and settle this question then we'll see what next call him then said maida but she turned very white and paid no further attention to allan she was still lost in thought when her father arrived and joined the group you said mr wheeler stone began at once that you saw your daughter fire the shot that killed mr appleby i did say that daniel wheeler replied because it is true and because i am convinced that the truth will help us all better than any further endeavor to prove a falsehood i did see you made a darling and i tried very hard to take the blame myself but it has been proved to me by mr stone that my pretense is useless and so i've concluded that the fact must come out in hope of a better result than from concealment do not fear my darling no harm shall come to you and you said you did it father and mother said she did it yes of course i told your mother the truth and we plotted yes plotted for each of us to confess to the deed in a wild hope of somehow saving our little girl and you saw me shoot father why yes dear that is i heard the shot and looked up to see you standing there with consternation and guilt on your dear face your arm had then dropped to your side but your whole attitude was unmistakable i couldn't shut my eyes to the evident fact that there was no one else who could have done the deed there must have been father for i didn't do it i knew you didn't oh maida with a bound allan was at her side and his arm went round her but she moved away from him and went on talking still in a strained unnatural voice but steadily and straightforwardly no i didn't shoot mr appleby i've been saying so to shield my father i thought he did it maida is it possible and daniel wheeler looked perplexed 
but oh i'm so glad to hear your statement but who did do it then miss lane asked bluntly who cares so long as it wasn't any of the wheelers exclaimed geoffrey allen unable to contain his gladness oh maida but again she waved him away from her i don't understand mr stone she began i don't know where these disclosures will lead i hope not back to my mother no maida said her father there's no fear of that reassured maida went on perhaps i can't be believed now after my previous insistence on my guilt but god knows it is the truth i am utterly innocent of the crime i believe it said fleming stone there was little evidence against you except your own confession now you've retracted that it only remains for me to find the real criminal can you cried fibsy excitedly can you f stone don't you know which way to look terence i do and i don't the boy murmured oh lordy i do and i don't but there's another matter to be agreed upon said maida who had not at all regained her normal poise or appearance her face was white and her eyes blurred with tears but she persisted in speech i want it understood that i am engaged to marry mr keefe she said not looking at geoffrey at all i announce my engagement and i desire him to be looked upon and considered as my future husband maida came simultaneously from the lips of her father and allan yes that is positive and irrevocable i have my own reasons for this and one of them is she paused one very important one is that mr keefe knows who shot mr appleby and can produce the criminal and guarantee his confession to the deed wow fibs remarked explosively and fleming stone stared at the girl he used this as an argument to persuade you to marry him miss wheeler i don't put it that way mr stone but i have mr keefe's assurance that he will do as i told you and also that he will arrange to have a full and free pardon granted to my father for the old sentence he is still suffering under well maida i don't wonder you consented said miss lane her round eyes wide with surprise and i suppose he's going to renounce all claim to this estate yes said maida calmly anything else said allan unable to keep an ironic note out of his voice yes put in fibsy he's going to be governor of massachusetts oh my heavens and earth gasped genevieve what rubbish rubbish nothing fibsy defended his statement you know he's after it i felt sure he would when sam appleby gave up the running but i didn't know he had taken any public steps never mind what mr keefe is going to do or not going to do said maida in a tone of finality i expect to marry him and soon well said stone in a business-like way i think our next one to confer with must be mr keefe chapter seventeen